Here we go, Baba Kamadav Kufyud Bay's 112B. 112B at the bottom. Right at the bottom. Amar Avina. Yehavina and Zimna, Apuma de Itisa, Apuma de Shivbe. Ravina said that one time I was invited, I think. Not me. Someone else was invited. We give a defendant a particular time to appear in court. Informing um, of the trial by word of mouth. From his wife. They, we told his wife when to be there? This is this is not a story. It's just it's a law that Rav, Ravina... Oh, we give, as a, as a general rule, We will give the word of when to be at court through the wife or through a neighbor. And we don't say that. That's only if the person, the, the, the person we're trying to get to, is not in the city. Um, is that what that means? Mm-hmm. Because we know these people are trustworthy that they'll get the message to them. But if they're in the city, we won't give it to another person. Because maybe through that, if they're in the city, they won't actually tell him. They would have assumed that the, the court messenger would have gone to him directly. The person, the bald indirectly. Okay, that's an interesting sfar, but I mean, why would they be talking to you if they could have gone to him? I, don't I mean, know. I think this is in general. It's like a psychological I mean, Aaron thing. I would know more about this than me, but you know, if you're serving a defendant, right. you have to serve him personally if you possibly can. I know that part, but I don't know what the second thing is. Why would the other people say, these people, the wife or the neighbor, will just say, oh, because the, the shliach will go get them personally. Well, then why did we talk to you? What, what, I mean, I, I could easily see somebody saying, why are you telling me? He's around. Right, no, that I, that I hear. But to tell them and then assume that we're, not, we're worried they're not going to get there because, you know. I think you're trying to get people to not be lazy. If you can possibly find him... Yeah, I know. Um, you know. I get that. I get that. I'm just wondering why the Gemara says it this way. I would, I would understand it if it said, you know, don't go talk to them. Better to talk to him. Go talk to him. But here it's saying that if you talk to them, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I know you. I know you. I know they I, talk I, to me. Well, but I think the distinction they're making is that's only going to happen if he's in town. If he's in town, they're going to say, well, we don't have to worry about it. But courts. Right, correct. My point is the court clearly came over to his wife and said, hey, can you go tell him? Like, why would the court do that if they were going to go talk to him also? Like, why would the wife have this logic? Oh, that, no, like, I think I prob- probably because you know, the thought is, well, they'll it, it may just be they'll eventually find him. Or, yeah, maybe they'll bump into him in the supermarket I, or something. I, I, don't something. You, I don't know. If somebody like a a process server came to me and said, I can't find Aaron. I'm giving you... Uh, I'm right, giving you, the power I'm of... I'm giving you the... Uh, responsibility the, to tell him. Well, I'm, I'm giving you the complaint against Aaron. Right. You know, please right, give right, it right. to him. I'm going to say no. I'm right, no, that him. I understand. That's not what the Gemara says. That's my point. That's my point. That, that makes a lot of sense. Here, the Gemara is saying, yeah, I know we told them, but they're going to think to themselves... Yeah, the base and go find them themselves. But but that's not you told them. They didn't tell you that. Like, why would you just assume that the base is going to do that if they came to you to tell you? 
don't know. Um, and that when we're and when we're saying that when he's not in the city, um, we don't say that we go through the wife or the neighbor, except in a situation if that person is not ultimately coming to court themselves. But if he's coming anyway, low. So we're not going to go through the wife. Amri because again, the woman and the neighbor are going to say, "Oh, I know that guy's going to court, so so I don't have to go relay the message to him." don't understand the basin told you to go relay the message you may at least have a conversation with them but and the only time that we're going to say to the wife and to the neighbor to relay the message is if he's coming to basin but coming that day low what does that mean be in that day Um, maybe they're going to oh asubiyame means I think to their to their house the woman is the wife is going to see their husband her husband that day otherwise they're going to forget about it okay a person upon whom there is an excommunication because he didn't come to court. Until, until it comes to court, we do not tear it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we will keep the excommunication in place until he actually fulfills what the excommunication is supposed to fulfill. If the person is refusing to come to court, meaning it's not just that he isn't, it's just he said, I'm not coming. Is that what that means? Velohi. But that's not really true how we paskin. Kevin de Amart Sayesna, once the person says, I will, oh, okay, the, 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 that one, Lotsayes Ladina means, he, it's not that he's not coming to court, it's that he's not fulfilling the, the verdict. Uh, but once he says, I will do it, so then in Kari Lenalei. Okay, we will, we'll, we'll, take the, we'll take him at his word, like your, uh, like your case you told me yesterday. Like, okay, you said you're going to do it. We'll believe you. I don't know how long that lasts, but okay. Amr of Chista, Kovin Zvan Sheni Vachamishi. If you establish that he's going to come on Monday, and he didn't come on Monday, so we say, come Vachamishi, you should come on Thursday. Sheni, and then we said he didn't come on the next one. I mean, that's Bahab, that's what we said yesterday. We give him Bahab. Zimna Vizimna Basar Zimna Ulamachar Kasvinan. Um, what does that mean? Because we make an appointment and an appointment after another appointment. Does that mean three days or does that mean six days? That is, the court summons the person to appear on Monday. If he doesn't come, summons him to Thursday. appear on Thursday. Should he fail to appear then as well, summons him to appear on next mm-hmm. Monday. He is not excommunicated for failing to obey the first two summons because he might have had to attend some right, pressing right. business out of town. Hence, it can't be assumed he's warranted legal battle when he attends the court. Okay, so it's only three days. Three, whatever. Monday, Thursday, Mondays. Rivasi Iklo Kirev Huna, Chaza Hahi Itisad is Amnaladin Vafanya. He saw that they had invited a woman to, the come, to come to the court that night. 
Ubitzafra in the morning, Siva la Psicha, they already excommunicated, they already wrote an excommunication. Amrale, Los several Amar la Hadamar of Chis, the Covens Banshin of Hamish Vishani, Amrale Hani Mili Gavra de Anis, Velese Vimasa. Aval Itisa came in the east of Vimasa, Lo Asia Moredesi. The only time that we give Pahab, the only time we give Monday, Thursday, Monday is for a guy who we know might be out of town. But a woman, at least back then, we know she's taking care of things at home, and we know she's staying in the city. We give her one day, and if she's not coming, she's not going to be coming, and therefore we excommunicate her right away. Honestly, I don't really know why they're calling a woman to court. What is she going to do in court? I guess maybe she's responsible. She doesn't have any heirs or uh, husbands, maybe. I don't know. Amr of Huda, lo yavinan zimna, lo biyome, velo biyome nisan. We don't give a summons. Is that how they say it in the article? Is it, is it translated as summons? We don't summon a person. We don't summon a person. Lo zimna means you don't give, so whatever. We don't uh, order a summons on uh, the days of nisan, and not the day of velo biyome tishrei. Lo bimale yomatava, velo bimale shabasa. Not on... Erev Yantif or Erev Shabbos. Aval minisan levasar yom minisan. From Nisan until after the days of Nisan. But on Nisan for after Nisan. In other words, you could serve on Nisan as long as it's for after. Okay, so I guess... Mm. In other words, it's, it's just clarifying that when the yes, people you are can't be available. summon someone to show up on Nisan. Right. But you can still serve a summons during that right. month. Our point is we're not going to unreasonably expect the person in court. If it's a Friday, if it's Erev Yantif, imagine if you didn't have to go into work on Friday. That would be good. But um, it's like Israel rules. No Erev Yantif, no Erev Shabbos, and none of Nisan or Tishrei entirely. Uviyome Tishrei, Levasar Tishrei, the Kavinan, Kavinan. Those we can, we can send them out. We don't send on a Friday for the person to come the next Shabbat, the next Friday or any other Friday. My Person, I, I assume that was what the whole point of the whole thing was, but he's he's busy with Shabbos preparations. Um. Kala here is actually referring to Yarche Kala. Um, is that what that means? Yes. But that's referring to, I thought that was referring to Nisan or Tishrei again. But here I have it's referring to Shabbos. Oh, no, it's not referring to Shabbos. These are the people that go to the Shirim. They're the, they're the Shir goers. Right? They're the people that are always at Shir. And they're also the people that are going to be going specifically pre, uh, in preparation of Yantif. Mm. We're talking about big, big learning gatherings. Yeah, it's not what I have in my Gemara, but okay. I have here, basically, Yorchi Kal, during the months of Kala, nor for participants in the public discourses prior to the festivals during the festival during the period leading up to the festival. So I 30 days before Pesach, 30 days before Sukkot, 30 days before Shavuos. I guess so, yeah. Because Yarchegel specifically, I think, was Nisan and Tishrei, but okay. Kihav or Elo. Kihav u'yasi l'kamid Rav Nachman, 
when they came to Rav Nachman. I have here during the Kala period in order to make legal claims against others. So Amalu Vachili Didhu Knufaihu Knufaihu. Did I gather people here so that you could, you know, summons them? Did I gather here you for your own needs? No, I gathered right. you to participate in Torah study. Right, and nowadays when there are so many scoundrels. Yeah, scammers of some kinds. Chayshinan. Who don't come to study Torah, but rather to avoid trial. And therefore what? We are concerned that they will continue to evade prosecution, and therefore we summon them. Oh, interesting. Meaning technically we would give people slack and let you learn. But now people are just, uh, they're coming to avoid the summons. I would say, but it sounds like the Gemara is saying, we don't give this leniency anymore. Right? That's what it's saying. We don't allow a person the leniency. Now we let the people come and, and summons them because, you know, these people have been avoiding, you know, evading their summons. Oh, this is back to the Mishnah. That if a, uh, uh, inheritor has land that he could pay off the father's loan with or the, the theft with, so then he has to pay. Master Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe Shimon Berei, Lo davar sheyesh ba achrayis mamish, Ela afilu para v'chorish ba, Chamer mechamer ba achrav, Chayov an hachrim dey kvot avim. This is referring to the actual cow, if the cow was stolen, or loaned, or whatever. Um, and everyone knows, this is so-and-so's cow, this is so-and-so's donkey, so then you have to give it back. So the people aren't thinking, oh, look at that donkey, that's, you know, Shmerel's donkey, never gave it back. Um, a bed that's slept on or a table that's eaten on, is that the same thing as the cow? Is that what we're saying? Even if the rabbi left his ears, it's stolen item that is used in relative privacy, such as right. that he left. It's inside, but people might see it when they come over, something like that. So, Amr Lo, Tain Lachacham Yechamod. I don't know. Sometimes I, th- I see this book and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is it, this, is, this means something that give it to a wise person and you'll be wiser. It says, giving a wise man some knowledge will lead him to more knowledge. Once a wise man is taught that the heirs must return a cow or donkey, he would infer that the same applies to a bed and a table. Uh-huh. I guess I'm not such a wise. Yeah, I would yeah, not have understood that. I think it's that. nice that they should also return the bed or the table. I think it's nice they should return the stolen property, but I'm not totally sure. What's the logic? It's not the same thing. People don't see it. It's not as embarrassing to the father. It's not disgraceful. Okay, so yeah, I guess that means you should do it for that also. I know what else you should do. If we didn't get to the extremity there. Okay, we haven't uh, gone down the line. But I guess at least the bed and the table also would be treated like a cow or a donkey that we're worried about the disgrace of the father, so they'll tell them to give it back. I'm not sure if any of this is midin or it's just like, okay, inheritors, please give it back. Uh, Mishnah. Ein portin lomi tevas hamochsen velomi kis shel gabayim ve'ein noltun mehem staka. What are we talking about? The Chacham say you do not switch out Coins? Exchange larger coins for smaller coins. <coughs> from, the, from the trunk of customs collectors, not from the purse of tax collectors. <coughs> and one can't take charity from them. 
as they're assumed to have obtained their funds illegally. What are we talking about? We're talking about other cases where there's a perception of theft. Is that what we're talking it's about? Prohibited to gain any benefit from funds that were collected by. It says the Mishnah continues its discussion about the use of property that was stolen by another. Oh, so this is a third party. So we're saying we're saying to people, hey, don't trust this place of money changing or that place of charity because you don't know where it came from. Meaning you, the act itself is not nefarious. You're just getting change or something like that, right? We're just switching from uh, you know, dollars to quarters or something. But you shouldn't do that from the tax collectors because you don't know if that money is legitimate money. And you shouldn't do it from... Customs collectors. I don't know, customs. What's the difference between tax collectors and customs? Customs would be somebody who likes collects tariffs at the border and a okay. tax collector just collects general. Okay, they're both governmental, you know. Well, I think one of the problems was in those days they would overcharge. They, said, they would farm it out to the highest bidder. So they would say to somebody I see mean, how much you can make. See how much you can extort. Basically. Okay, so they're both they're both but tax collecting and tariff collectors are both you know, extortion, government basically right. extortionists. Right, very similar, as opposed to Staka. Well, well, this is not saying that. This is saying you can't even get charity funds from those places. Meaning, for personal gain, definitely not. But maybe you would say, okay, well, there's no other place for me to get this small change. Maybe I could do it for Staka. Say, so no, we're not even going to allow you the possibility of theft for the sake of Staka. You can take it from their house or the market. Whose house? From the, uh, from the coins the collector has in his house or from the coins he carries in the street. As opposed to the, the, the ones that he keeps for the tax collecting purposes. Right, yeah. Okay, not from the business, but from other things that no, he no, would be they're, comfortable they're using. making it clear that a tax collector isn't like off the hook for paying his own personal debts. And... Is that what it means? I mean, that's what I... I thought we were just talking about using their funds I mean, for can, changing. I, my guess is that... I'm mean, sure you, we'll figure it you out. You can sell be. goods Let's see the them, but here is, this is the way he translates it here, is you can't take from his collection trunk or purse. Right. So here's my tax collection. Yeah, my impression is that the stuff that he brings home or the stuff that he brings to the market, that stuff is more kosher because he's using it for, for his personal use as opposed to the, the business, which is flush with illegitimate money. Okay, says the Gemara Tana. Aval no sin lo dinar vinosin lo asashar. Even though you're not allowed to switch over money from them, um, if you have to pay him and all you have is a dinar, you can give it to him and then they'll give you change. Right. I don't know what the point of that is. Good morning. You need a tissue? Coffee? Yeah. You're going to help him? Yeah. Okay. I don't necessarily know if he needs help. But... Okay. I gotcha. All right. Uh, so what does this mean? Why are you, I guess you're paying your taxes? Look, what's the, what's the thought? That you wouldn't be allowed to do that? I don't know what the thought is. What, what's the... 
It is permitted and encouraged to protect one's money from a thief. And therefore, if one pays a customs collector more than necessary, it's permitted to accept change even from the custom collector's trunk. I mean, my, my guess is that they had a designated trunk or purse, which is, this is the tax money. This is the, the, the tariff money. Mm -hmm. And you can't take change or tzedakah or anything out of that. But in terms of just, you know, Paying his your personal dues. business, he comes to buy yeah, flour I don't understand or bread. It. I mean, you can take money from him. And if you're giving him money, you can take change even according to... Right. If you get, Aruch, you can take money even from, you can take right. change. Even. If you're dealing with your business operations, so then you would think maybe I can't take money from this guy. So no, you can. You, you can, if, if, if you're giving him money I'm and he's giving sure you change. you're paying your taxes and now you want change or you're just giving him money. Uh -huh. But in any case, the point seems to be. We're not just money changing. Don't go out of your way to enrich the guy. Right. Okay. We're not money changing. We're just uh, asking for the excess of what we're paying, what we have to pay him in general. So mochsin, the, the, the Mishnah said mochsin, which was referring to tariffs, right? Or customs collector. You have to follow the law. So this is Amr of Chanina Bar Amr Shmuel, B'mochis She'en Lo Kitzba. So this is, a, this, I think this is a well-known, this is a, a very important Gemara, right? Dina Machusadina, and the response is, the only time that we invoke Dina Machusadina is when the din is being applied appropriately. But a moches, but a customs collector, is known for not following any limitations. She'en lo kitzba, the, the, the king gave him permission to do whatever he wants. And he didn't tell him this is the percentage that the, the government is taking. If the government had policies and they enforced those policies and they're reasonable policies, so then dina machusadina. But if they're not enforcing them and the person can abuse them, so then that's not, that's not dina machusadina. Which is, you know, obviously opens up the door for inappropriate, uh, nefarious, you know, actors. But we're talking about someone who just gets up and, and does customs on their own, but is not actually, and is not actually following any order from the king. I don't know You're why anybody would listen to that. This person, sort of but. thing exists even today in very lawless countries. Somebody in very lawless countries today well, just say, present themselves as a, in Africa or something. Right, right, right. Somebody just we have our own local gang of thugs who stab yeah. people on the road. That's just extortion, at the threat of you know injury or something like that. Well, they Not, pretend they're inspecting or uh -huh. something. And then yeah, they, I guess I assume as technology advances throughout the world, that becomes less and less, just because like I think it becomes more and more as countries become lawless, as they if the central government itself probably corrupt to begin with. Oh, that could be. So that's you a know, separate question, but yeah, loses control. Right. Let's keep going. Eat the masni la ha loyal bash adam klaim afil agabe asar begadim lavriach baosamechas. A person should not sort of pile on the clothing to avoid paying taxes. This is an important gemara too. Masnis, um, a person shouldn't wear kilayim generally, even if it's for this, per, not not because you want to wear it that way, but because you're trying, I meaning it's a, a utilitarian thing, not because of it's a, a real wearing clothing. Even that, it's not good enough. That's not like Rabbi Akiva, who says you're never allowed to avoid... Um, Taxes. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Kiva, Mutzal Avriach Semechas. 
Rabbi Shimon says, oh, I don't know if Rabbi Kiva is saying that generally or just because of Kilayim, but Rabbi Shimon says you're allowed to do that, meaning it's not considered like wearing. And also, and, um, right, so, so what we said before that you're not allowed to do, that's going to Rabbi Kiva. Here you're not doing in order to wear the clothing, so therefore the machlokas is really whether or not non-intentional wearing of kilaim is considered to be mutter But in terms of avoiding uh, taxes, whoever said anything about that? You know, why would that be okay? Meaning from a Kulayim perspective, I get why maybe it's okay because you're not really wearing it to wear it, but you're wearing it to do some other you know, ulterior motive. But why would it ever be a, a, a allowed to avoid tax? More? You're good? Yeah? Aha, uh-huh. and there are those who, who learned about this Gemara. No drin lahargin ulacharamim. In terms of a neder, no drin lahargin, murderers. One may declare about to murderers, plunderers, or custom collectors. What are we talking about? Declare a vow. One may vow before murderers, plunderers, and customs collectors in order to reinforce the claim that a certain item is being. Okay, we're trying to reinforce a person's obligation, and we're saying, well, the only witnesses I've got are these murderers, lecharam, these these thieves, ulmochsin, customs collectors. He shall truma. Right, he's swearing this is truma, or she shall base melech. And you're through that, to avoid its seizure. Oh, you're lying. So, in order to avoid its seizure, you you vow. Right. Okay. truma. Even though it's not truma, you're allowed to avoid whatever they're trying to uh, extract from you. You're you're allowed to avoid that by 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 making this stuff up. They. Oh no, this is truma. You can't have this. This is truma because they don't care about theft. They care about truma. Uh, which is okay. I don't know. There are some weird people in the world, you know, that will, that will, you know. The one that I always go to is smoking, you know. Oh, oh it's Shabbos, I'm not going to smoke. Well, all the other days I'll smoke and kill myself, you know. But, uh, you know, they don't care about Shabbos, they care about, but smoking, they don't care about. Um, either way, so these people, they care about Truma, they don't care about theft. So you can tell them, oh, this is Truma, you don't want this, this is Truma. Um, or no, this belongs to the king. You don't want to have this. and the customs collectors. We're talking about it. Now he says, no, it's not just because there's no limitation. It's not just because they're doing it without the king's permission. But rather we're talking about Moches Kanani. Titania, Yisrael, Kanani, Anas, Shabo, Ladin, Imatayachal, Zakeo, Bedini, Yisrael, Zakeo, Vamrlo, Kach, Dinenu. If Yisrael and Kanani, Anas, what's Anas? Robber. 
a robber, just a regular robber. Okay, they came to a court and they came to a Jewish court. So then, if the judge is able to convince him of following the Jewish halacha, that's good. But bedine kananim zakeu ve'amur lo chem. And you can't get them to agree to the verdict from a Jewish court, so you can go to a non-Jewish court. And if you can't, so then you can use force? What does that mean, Ba'akifin? Uh, you can employ stratagems against the robber. I think this is the and same Try to get court. your money? I think this is the same court. You're taking a... a um, You're bringing them to Basin and... A, to... Probably a Beit Din if, if he's coming. And so you say to him, you're wrong under our law. Okay, so you're just trying to convince him any which way. And if not, you say you're wrong under your law. Okay, and, and if nothing convinces him, so then you can, you can scheme a way to get your money back. Rabbi Akiva, Omar, Ein Ba'an, Allah, Ba'akifin, and Nekirash Hashem. You can't scheme against non-Jews either because that's a Chil Hashem. Rabbi Kiva Tamat Ika Kiddush Hashem. The reason is because of Kiddush Hashem. The, 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 the implication is Haleka Kiddush Hashem Bain. That you could do that. Vigezla Kanani Mishari. Who's allowed? Who are you allowed to steal from non Jews? Vatana Rabbi Shimon Dabar Zad Darish Rabbi Kiva Kshabama Mizafirin. Rabbi Kiva said when it came from Zafirin, Minayin Legezla Kanani Shuaster Tamalomar Achrei Nimkar Gula Tiello. Pasuk from an uh, Eved Ivri being sold to a non Jew. Meaning that there is possession of non-Jews. Shalom Shachanu You shouldn't just take them and go without paying them money. Yachol Yiglom Alav. Maybe you think you could. What does that mean? Yiglom Alav. Okay. They thought you can act foolishly and even allow the Canaanite master to overcharge for the service. Oh, maybe you know now that he's in the business, so you got you got to let him do whatever he wants in the business. You should treat him like a regular. I don't know what the hobby means, but you should treat him like a regular merchant, a regular person that you have to do business with. Rabbi Kiva says it's usher to from non-Jews. What's the question? According to Rabbi Kiva, he says you can't steal min Torah. And not because there's Chil Hashem. So, when it comes to a, a full-fledged non-Jew, so then, it's a Kiddush Hashem question. But Gertoshav, that's when he says there's still, I don't know. Gertoshav is someone who's just not holding of, uh, he's, he's not doing Avodah Zarah, but he's living amongst the non-Jews, not living amongst Jews. Both a non-Jew and a Gertoshav are both written in those Pesukim. So, lo lecha, ela leger, shenemar, not just lecha to you, but even to a, to a convert, shenemar leger, lo leger tzedek, ela leger toshav, shenemar leger toshav, mishpachas ger, ze ovid kuchavim, kshe omer oila eker, ze nimkar lo ovid kolavodus kuchavim. Meaning, it's every, everyone's included in that halachamidaris of not stealing from them uh, by the Avid Ivri, and therefore by all the things too. But the time that it's asr is specifically when it's theft. And when we said that it's only a problem of Chil Hashem, that's when he's trying to pay off a loan. That when Rabbi Akiva says you are allowed to strategize or scheme your way to getting your money back, that's because um, you're just trying to get your money back for your loan, but not for 
not 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 for thieving purposes. And Eved Ivri is also trying to get an Eved Ivri back from a non-Jew is tantamount to getting a loan back. Which, which goes in accordance to the Reva's general principle that an Eved Ivri is considered to have fully been owned, possessed, you know, the full property of the person that uh, buys them. Okay, and therefore he's treated like money too, which is like a loan. All right, not one of the specifics of the Eved Ivri um, mechanics of, of the transaction, but that's how he's understanding it, like money. Gezel Kanani is Aser, but Avedasu Muteres. If you find the lost item of a non Jew, you don't have to give it back. But you're not allowed to steal from them. Gezelo, Aser, the Amra of Hunaminan, the Gezel Kanachu Aser, Shnam of Achatas, Kalami, Mashar Shamal Karnosin Lach. Fascinating um, drusha there. Um, the only time that it's okay is when you know. The only time you can you can sort of gobble up the other people, you know, the other nations, is when they are given over to you. But if they're not given over to you and you're subject to their to their rules, so then you can't follow. You can't just you know take from them. Only your brother, meaning Jews. Maybe that pasuk is only when you don't have the actual item. You don't have to go chase after the lost item to give it back to the non-Jew. When it came to your ham, maybe if you already have it, you do have to give it back. The pasuk there already implies that you have it. Um, and that's also already, uh, and that's already, um, even if it came to your hands. Tani Rebbe, you don't have to give it back. Tani Rebbe, Pinchas Ben Yair Omer, Hashem, Even if you find something that's lost to the non-Jew, you have to give it back if it's going to cause a Chol Hashem. If you don't, Amar Shmuel Ta'usa Muteres. If the non-Jew makes a mistake. And I've, I've seen cases like this before also. Let's say, you, you know, a person doesn't charge you for something. You real, only realize later on when you get home, hey, you never charged me for this. You don't have to give it back because it's their mistake. He bought him a, he bought from him what? A gold bowl. A gold bowl. Oh, he paid copper price for a gold bowl. And therefore, included in that, or or he gobbled up, or he lost out on one zuz, he doesn't have to give it back. He he bought one hundred and twenty barrels worth, but for the price of a hundred, the avle chazuza. I guess it, they both inserted an extra zuz into the payment. Oh, they overpaid. Yeah. Or they underpaid. Avle I thought meant underpaid. It says they inserted an extra zuz. In both cases, I mean, the extra zuz worth of, of they, merchandise. They overpaid into compared, the payment. Into the payment. They overpaid oh. compared to what they were alleged. Oh, the non-Jew is the one buying it. Okay. No, they're buying from the non-Jew. So they're overpaying compared oh, to what they're being this supposedly is charged teaching for. Teaching us about Kiddush Hashem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was I was confused about which direction we were coming from here. So he, they're overpaying so that so that. The Avale Chaziza Amrale Chazida Allah Kasimichna that I'm that I'm relying on you and I'm not uh, I'm not care I'm not counting the barrels. Um 
what does that mean? In the end, does that mean that he actually got extra barrels out of it? He got extra barrels. He got 20 extra barrels and paid only one extra. Right, one extra. Okay, he overpaid to, to make He partially, sure he underpaid and overpaid. Yeah, okay, let's just run through this first. Ravina Zavandikla, um, who, Ravina Zavandikla, who the guy? They bought it in partnership. Let's halacha for wood. Bring me back the pieces from the trunk, which is thicker. Because the Nanju knows only what we bought, but not the, the other he stuff. He knows the number of logs he's going to get, but he won't realize that I'm getting the thicker. And he thought one. that was okay because the Nanju wouldn't know. He saw vines of a of a vine, of a, of a grapevine. Grape it's all about kitufe de inve, and he saw clusters of grapes hair. I wanted them amarle leshame zil chazi e degoyninhu icy e yisrael ninu lo icyli. If it's a Jew, so don't take from them. If it's non-Jews, so then you can go what buy them. Don't just take. Just take them. No, if it's a Jew, don't take it. Right. Just take, not talking about buying. The non-Jew heard. Is it, is, it, is it okay to take from a non-Jew? So, The non-Jew will take my money. The Jew won't. And there, and therefore, one wonders whether this. I don't want to take the money. The right, right. Is this apologetics or is this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This stuff bothers me.